guys. Hello. My name is Damien. I'm Brandon. And welcome to Everqueer. What's up? Just, you know, hanging out. Yeah. It hasn't been long since we last recorded. I know. So this one's going to be kind of weird. We're not going to have anything to talk about. And probably short. It's yeah. fine. We manage. <laughs> yeah. We make it work. Uh, what's been out in the last couple days? Um, work. Just work. Anything fun at work? I mean, I always have. I always try to make my shifts fun when I can. Like, lunch shifts, we can't really make them too fun, but when I close, I, like, I've got music going in the back, and we're, like, dancing, and... Nice. Well, do you have any tea updates? Um, not really, no. Like, I'm kind of starting to plateau a little bit. Yeah, same. My facial hair is coming in pretty steadily now. Like, I'm having to shave regularly once a week because I'm now getting in trouble at work for having facial hair. Yeah. So I have to shave regularly. But it sucks when shaving means misgendering. Yes. But. Yeah. Um, I have put in a petition to speak to our CEO about it because every review I've ever had, the only complaint that I verbalized to them is that their dress code is heavily outdated. Um, <laughs> yes. Because it's very strict for the men. Um, like, they have to have clean-shaven faces. Their hair has to be, like, whatever length they have to, like, they're, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and then the women's dress code is, you have to wear the uniform. <laughs> and you can't have dangly earrings. And so um, I have, I have mentioned it several times to my general manager and my regional manager and so I'm just slowly climbing up the ladder to talk to my CEO about how not everyone can fit in the same box right and that's my biggest thing is that like it's not because I want to be a rebel and wear all my face piercings which I do I paid for them so I would like to show them off but ultimately it's more of like not everyone can follow these guidelines to a T. Well, and and the people who do follow those guidelines, you need to also realize that their mental health comes is very important as well. And if something is going to get them misgendered or cause dysphoria in any way, you don't you don't want that either. Right. And if they come back to me with like, "Oh, these are health code violations," I can be like, "No, they're not," because you allow people to have earrings. You allow people to have. You allow regular employees to have facial hair it can't be longer than an inch but they can have facial hair oh really Um, you can allow the women who work in the back don't have to wear or the managers the managers don't have to wear hair nets but the employees do so if you're going to be wishy-washy on stuff like it's you don't get to come back to that right that's not that's not a valid argument for me because i can disprove this immediately yeah um, That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder why it is that employees can have facial hair, but managers can't. Because the managers have to be clean-shaven. They have to look They have to look presentable, is what it's... So facial hair like. isn't presentable? Apparently not. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think I'm plateauing as well. It's just kind of... Like, there's probably still things going on that I just... It's too subtle to recognize. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of chilling. I do feel like my voice is going to drop again, though, because it's been going in and out for a couple weeks now. Nice. It's been very raspy, which is what happened the last two times that my voice has dropped, so. 
That'll be cool. Either that or I'm just talking a lot more than I used to. That could be it too. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what do you got this week? Jonathan Van Ness. Let's talk about him. I think everybody in this room loves him. Yeah, he's great. So, just to clarify, people who don't know, he is non-binary, genderqueer, but he does use he-him pronouns. Um, And he is just absolutely fabulous in a lot of ways. But this article specifically is talking about him being HIV positive. Right, because that was just released. And Yes. and By himself. As a matter of fact, it was September 21st, nice. 2019. And that so that was exactly a week ago um so it's it's actual actual article talks about like his life coming into the spotlight um and dealing with things throughout his life that's brought him to where he is now huh, so it doesn't it doesn't focus on being hiv positive but it does um talk about how it is important to talk about it and it's Absolutely. important to um be open and how vulnerable he had to be to get to a point where he was like oh yeah i'm hiv positive right that that takes a lot well because there's such a stigma that comes with being hiv positive right that if people don't know you can kind of escape from that for a little bit because i feel like people automatically think that you're promiscuous or dirty or not safe to be around because you've been diagnosed with this right um I watched a show back in my day when the Extreme Home Makeover was on. Yes. They did an episode for um, this foster home, and they only adopted kids who had AIDS because nobody else wants kids with AIDS. That's really interesting. And so they had this giant home, and then obviously they built like this mansion for them because there were a ton of kids on it. And... I remember seeing a sign in the kitchen after the, after the extreme home makeover was done. I remember seeing them. They made a sign for them in the kitchen that said, um, "Hugs don't hugs don't pass A or hugs don't transmit AIDS or whatever it said right. specifically." But it was something along those lines, and that kind of stuck with me. Um, and that I'm pretty sure that's a big part of what got me so interested in, in um, the biology behind HIV. Right. And I even taught a class about it when I was in high school nice. um, to people and like showed them how to use condoms and stuff like that. So and this is kind of um, like it hits home for me. I'm not HIV positive, um, but I know people who are and it sucks to see that stigma around them and their lives because I, I guess just because like I know that it's not it, it is serious obviously right it can be a life-threatening disease but it's not near as serious now as it was even 20 years ago right because and there are, are so many different options now like there's medication you can take to prevent it there's medication that you can take which i understand a lot of people can't afford the medication for it which is extremely unfortunate um but there's medication that you can take now that lowers it so much that you are that it's considered undetectable and you cannot pass it. Right, which is awesome. And like nowadays you can really live a full relatively healthy life. Yeah, with the medication because 
you know, before it was a death sentence within five or ten years, you were dead from this virus. And so now it's it's effective. Like, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. And sure. it, is, it is very serious. But with, with the right medication, you know, you can live just as long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he even talks about in this article um, that he considers himself very healthy um and he just lives his life he takes his medication he lives his life and he does um like he still works out he still does he does lots of yoga and lots of ice skating yeah which like i can't even stand on ice skates so kudos (laughs) to him i I tried once when i was 11 i will never do it again (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway, so yeah, he talks about when he was a kid, um, he was he was molested by someone that was older. It was a kid, and it was an older kid in his church who um, sexually assaulted him. And he was really close to his mom, but he kind of like he struggled a little bit. Dropped out of college. Um, he had he had some issues with that because he started doing cocaine right um and then he kind of just went off the deep end for a little bit and in order to survive financially he was selling himself for sex for a while uh, which like in my personal opinion sex work is a legitimate thing and i don't think it should be illegal no um because by legalizing you you just make it more dangerous for the sex workers not right and also, like, who are you to say that I can't use my body to make money? Like, right. people do it all the time, legally. Absolutely. So, anyway, I mean, it's not like I ever would, necessarily, just because I don't... I, I wouldn't ever have the confidence to go through with that. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, like, that would be the main reason I wouldn't do it. Otherwise, hell yeah, give me some money. <laughs> Cough it up. But, like, anyway, so um, he went through that phase for a while... I don't like using the word phase, but that was, it was a phase in his life where he was, um, selling himself just to, just to get by. Right. Um, and then he got into a hair salon and he was doing hair and then he found, like, he had a regular customer who would come in and they were talking about something one time and then they ended up this this person ended up being like a producer for a show and then they made a parody of game and game of thrones right um and so that was like his kind of big break into like the spotlight right Um, well now he has a podcast and everything too right yeah he does a lot of stuff now there's a there's a lot going on in his life but um, and now he tries to raise awareness for the LGBTQ community. Right. Um, and he even specifically talks about how Trump has basically centered um, the LGBTQ community around him and how much pressure is on him now solely because he has been exploited through our presidency um, and things like that. And so it's actually it's actually really cool to read about his journey yes and everything going he's such a great guy yeah that it's really interesting to learn more about him it is and it's really inspiring too like i understand that there's a lot of pressure on him um to be inspiring and to be this person that 
you know, everyone needs, everyone in, specifically in the HIV community needs. Right. Um, but it's, it's still like, I don't know. For me, I think it's pretty awesome to see somebody standing up for all that stuff now. And yeah. just like being kind of an advocate for like, hey, I'm not recommending that you just like go out and get HIV, but like it's going to be okay if you end up getting it. Right. Um, so that's really cool for me. And it was it was interesting to read the article. I enjoyed um, learning all of that about him because I genuinely don't follow celebrities. Like I don't care enough to actually follow their entire lives. But for someone like that, for me, it's a lot different. Right. Um, I'm, I typically don't follow a lot of celebrities, too. I follow, like, a handful, maybe. Because I just think that it's... Like, if I was a celebrity, I wouldn't want somebody following my entire life kind of thing. Right. Like a privacy thing. I realize that they don't have much of it, so I would like to give them just a little sliver back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is really cool when you have somebody as monumental as he is and getting to learn more about them like that that's really awesome especially because he's doing so much with it and he is and it's not just like uh he's not just like in the spotlight like oh i have hiv and then he moves on he's actually like actively in the community working with people working with organizations he's like he's got his feet in totally he's a hundred percent in right and he's doing stuff so that's really cool that is really cool for mine, I'm talking about how the presidential candidates coming up had their first form about LGBT rights and, and everything going on because it has kind of stayed out of the conversation mm-hmm. up until this point. Nobody yes, has, has really been willing to talk about it. Um, so it's really interesting that they finally opened that can of worms. Um the way that it ended was there ended up being two winners and three losers. It was in it was this last Friday in Iowa. Um, they kind of talked about the military ban um, and how healthcare has drastically reduced care for people who are in the LGBT community mm-hmm. and for LGBTQ people, specifically trans people, homeless people for access to shelters. Um, A lot of trans women are denied access to shelters because they're trans women. Um, And that makes it very unsafe for them. Because if the women's shelters won't open their doors to them, where are they going to go? Right. Um, They're they're not exactly going to go to the men's shelters. uh, Because that's basically walking to their death. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, Not to mention all the sexual assault and the... All the things that would happen behind closed yes. doors with that. Um, and so a lot of them, uh, a lot of something that I thought was really interesting was that almost all of them fumbled over LGBTQ plus and, and trying to very carefully, very PC, trying to say like, oh, well, they're trans or like, mm-hmm. like they have to like whisper it. It's like not, not acceptable to talk about. Um, None of them were really open to, like, it seemed like none of them really wanted to be there. (laughs) They're like, I don't really want to talk about this right now. Can we just skip this part? Um, But one of the winners was uh, Cory Booker. Booker, yes. Um, He was one of the only ones who came prepared Mm -hmm. and didn't stumble and, like, had his head on straight and was, like, 
coming with fire. Um, and the main things that he talked about was um, police sensitivity to trans and LGBT, like the queer community, mm-hmm. um, specifically black trans women, and the fact that there have been 18 black trans women killed this year and how unokay that is. Right. Um, not that we haven't spent a lot of time on that, but a lot of time still isn't enough. Right. It will never be enough until they stop happening. Um, and then he also talked about, which I think is really interesting, is queer sex ed. Yeah. And, like, fuck yeah. So I have been watching um, the Democratic nominees since yes. the beginning. And Cory Booker and Julian Cortez? Cor- nope, that's Castro. not... Castro. Yep, that's it. I knew it was a C. Uh, they're the only two people on the entire panel who have used the correct uh, language and who have openly talked about specific trans rights. Julian Cortez specifically talked about, included um, trans men in the reproductive system and reproductive rights conversation awesome. in the very beginning. And he he wouldn't say women. He didn't say women's rights. He didn't say women's reproductive systems. Like he didn't. He said people's people's reproductive systems, like um, trans men and non-binary people. And he used the word non-binary people. So there's only two people on the entire panel. And don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Kamala Harris fan. Right. Not to throw out my political (laughs) views or anything, but here we are. But ultimately, like, Cory Booker and Julian Cortez are the only two people. Castro. I keep saying Cortez. I don't know why. (laughs) Anyway, I'm so sorry about that. But, yeah, I'm... But they're the only two people on the panel who have used the correct language throughout the entire um, thing so far. I think that it's really awesome that, like, for me, Queer Sex Ed is a huge, really important missing piece Mm -hmm. that is going right now. But it seems like not a lot of other people think that. Um, but like, I don't know about you, but going to high school, the only thing I was taught was abstinence yeah. and like penis to vagina and then STDs. Like <laughs> that's it. Yeah. We got shown pictures of STDs, of, but not like of a normal person's STDs. Right. It was like, like extreme, extremely cases, untaken like, care of yep. seven years down the line of not taking care of it. STDs. Right. So they just scare you into you will don't have sex, you will get pregnant and die. Right. Like Yeah. And and to me that's not okay. Like why we are got, we... we got given um the the girls, quote unquote, got given um a little pack with pads and deodorant. Oh god. <laughs> and that was it. Nice. We did get to see a video of how like the ovaries and the uterus work together. But yeah, there see, was no discussion, there were no questions, there were, it was, yeah. See, and it's so bad, because to me, like, why aren't we talking about all different kinds of sex, not just, like, like oral sex, anal sex? Right. Why aren't we talking about emotions behind sex mm-hmm. for men and women? And, like, why Everyone aren't we talking between? about, like, like, yes, like, let's advocate for HIV and protecting yourself, but also, it's not the end of the fucking world. And also, it's not the only STD. Yes. And it's not... You can't just get it penis to vagina. Like, you... 
There are lots of ways to get lots of STDs. Right. I know, as a matter of fact, I know several people, like, very well who have STDs. Right. And they're not even, they're STIs now. Right. And infections. Because a lot of them can, you can get rid of most of them. Yes. With antibiotics or steroids or whatever. Um, but, like, the the mindset of, like, you're only going to get an STD if the penis inserts into the vagina. Like, that's not accurate. It's No, and, and it's we not... To, well, and and why aren't we addressing the the whole, like, why, why don't we teach safe sex? It's an if education we teach, system problem. Only four states nationwide require, in their state, like, education laws, LGBT inclusivity. Four. Like, it shouldn't even need to be that's my thing that makes me so upset is like it doesn't it shouldn't even have to be LGBTQ specific sexual discussions like right. why can't you just openly talk about like what happens in this area of the body or that like I just I don't I no I don't either but like my thing is is why aren't we teaching safe sex yeah and stopping teen pregnancy like if you provide the means for safe sex because, because kids are gonna do it anyway. Right. Why why don't you just prevent the pregnancy there? Because the pull out method is a hundred percent effective <laughs> every time. <laughs> yes. uh. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> well, that's what that's what our education now, system like is equates to. Yeah. Except like, it's not because our kids aren't having sex. They're all the Virgin Mary. Oh, yeah. They're abstinent, of course. <laughs> yes. It's like, and Joey and I have talked about this in length, like, abstinence works 100% of the time if you can be abstinent. Yes. The problem well, like, is being abstinent yes. to begin with. Well, and, like, my thing is, is why are we teaching kids sex, like, actual sex education so I don't hear statements like, Oh, well, I'm still a virgin. I only do anal sex. Like, no. <laughs> if it has the word sex in it, I'm sorry. But, <laughs> it sex, counts. Did, but sex is different for everyone. So, yes. like, fingering could be different. That could be a form of sex to them. Like, I don't know. Just yeah, everyone. But, or not even that. Like, you don't even have to touch. Yeah. It, like, you don't have to do any inserting at all to have sex in, but, in, for some people. But if, if it's anal sex, they're and still it a virgin. Count. <laughs> it just so gay men, you're okay. Yeah, they're all virgins. <laughs> only gold star gay men, though. <laughs> yes, only gold star gay men. Uh, um, I apologize. Uh, Catholic school logic for the win. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's been implemented into like public school systems. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And then when I was like in high school teaching about HIV, there were so many people in my grade who were pregnant. Oh yes, yes. who did would... not even know how to open a packet, a con- like a condom packet. Everyone, you know, they just think they're cool and, like, rip it open with their teeth. And then they end up ripping the stupid condom open because they're dumb. Stuff like that. It's just dumb. Or they wouldn't even buy a condom because at the time you had to be 18 to get them. Hold on. But the pull-out method is 100% effective. (laughs) I graduated with 112 students in my class. 13 
girls that we knew of, 13 people with uteruses that we knew of, were pregnant. That's insane. And another, like, 12 people directly after graduation were pregnant. Well, like, my thing is, is I remember walking through the halls of my school in high school, and, like, you couldn't walk two steps without seeing another pregnant girl. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just, I'm mind blown that they still think that this is an adequate job. Yeah. Thank you, Texas. I appreciate America. Yes. (laughs) No. Don't, don't, Don't bring Trump into this. He's an angel. Get out. <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, yeah, there's the door. Zolly's backing me up. Get out of your house. <laughs> um, but he and and Corey also talked about the fight for HIV and AIDS mm-hmm. and and how we need to to keep fighting that fight and advocating for those people. Um, Joe Biden was declared a loser in more ways than one. Yes. And <laughs> no one was surprised. And, no. and a lot of people talked about um, his his past and how anti LGBT he was, right? And how he supported "Don't Ask, Don't Tell," and he ended up just being super condescending to everybody who decided to do that, which is definitely how you handle a situation, if you ask me. Well, for sure. Um, and Ben Carson was also a loser. Um, just because he just... Ben Carson is still in the run? Yes. I guess I haven't kept up that much. Jeez. <laughs> um, but he was basically a shithead the whole time, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's why I'm surprised he's still even... Yes. Um, but to me, why are we just now talking about this? Because it it's is 2019. I hate you. <laughs> just, um, I mean, I don't have... I, it's 2019, so this shit shouldn't even be a problem. Yeah. I want to know I why know. there has to be a whole separate forum for LGBT. Because no one would fucking talk about it. Yeah. Because every time that there has been a question related to the LGBTQ community... They'd be like, that's an excellent have, question. Did you yeah, see what I did last they week? They have dodged it yeah. like crazy. Like every nobody single wants panel, to, every single time. I think nobody really wants to talk about how fucked up Donald Trump is and how much he screwed our community over and how he's still trying with his like last few steps to screw us up as much as he can. Yeah. And so nobody wants to go into it and say, oh, I'm going to fix this. Because if they say I'm going to fix this and don't, they're going to get shit thrown all over them. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But they get attacked. So one of the biggest things is if they stay on a hot topic for too long, they get so much criticism that they end up losing a lot of... Right poll momentum that they had going forward and the LGBT community is very much a hot topic issue because people who are not in the community just like it's apparently their business Um, of course it is just like men should make decisions about women's bodies yeah for sure and the pull out method works 100% every time (laughs) and we Um, are not a political podcast (laughs) (laughs) All of the lies. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so the biggest reason they don't talk about it is solely for personal gain. Yes. Because they might be an ally. They might be, shit, some of them might even be part of it and they just aren't out. 
Well, there's one who's out, and I Pete. do. Yes, I don't know how to say his last name now. I'm gonna be totally real. But a gig, but a gig, but a gig. I like but a gig better. <laughs> it's it's one of those two. Uh, but he's openly gay and talked about his coming out story. Yeah, he's married to a man. And right? that's typically what gay means. No, I mean I just mean like he's he's like married. I, I don't know that if, he, if he's married. I'm pretty I'm sure, sure he is. He was on Times with his husband as the front cover. Nice, oh, cool. Um, Although no. I think he would be a good, he would it would be like a. He'd be a good VP. Yes, <laughs> I think he's a little too immature politically mm-hmm. to actually be president. He'd be like Trump all over again. He has really good ideas and like he speaks well and he's he's got a good like mindset about everything. Right. And obviously. He would be a huge advocate for our community, um, but I don't think he's prepared to walk into the shitstorm of the presidency that will be left behind if Trump loses this election. If there's any left. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. If he didn't decide to send a nuke to Russia just for the shits and giggles of it, right. and then we're tossed into World War end. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That. Anyway, with how science is, if there's another world war, it'll be the end of the world. Like, literally. Yes. Yep. But yeah, so basically nothing happened, though. It was just kind of, it just ended, and that was it. That's really unfortunate. (laughs) That's very disheartening, to be honest. Two hours of talking down the drain to solve nothing. Yeah. Thank you. Although, that's how all the debates have been, so... That's true. That's how politics is. Yeah. I think it's just gotten worse, because at this point, it's just turned into, like, a a Trump shit fest. (laughs) Because that's all they talk about, is how terrible Trump... Like, and my thing is, um, the last one I watched, I think it was last week, where I was like, we know how awful he is. We know the some, shit that's going on. Some Can of us we know. talk about how we're going to move forward from this? Right. You shit talking him doesn't do any good right now. Can we please move forward with what you're going to do to help rectify this situation? Right, but they're shit talking and not actually solving anything. Exactly. So, and so that's very frustrating. That whoever's going to get voted back into the presidency, all of their shit talking is going to go down the fucking toilet. Yeah. Because they're not going to have any preparations to fix anything. Yeah. So at the top, they should just acknowledge he's awful. We know all the things he's done. Like, that's great. Let's move forward. I mean, it's awful, but let's move forward. Right. Exactly. Let's talk about literally everything else. That's what, that's what I want. If we can get a candidate who's going to be like, okay... These are all the really horrible things that are going on in our country right now. And here are all the really intense things we're going to have to do to to make the situation even a little bit better. Right. Um, that's what I'm looking for. And I have yet to find that in anyone. It's, it's really frustrating. Right. But like the last candidacy, when, when it came down to voting, it's really just going to be voting for who sucks less. Right. And and it voting shouldn't be like that. I agree. <laughs> or people voting for the opposite gender. 
because they just didn't like the gender of the person running. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Because gender is very, very important to the presidency. Absolutely. Sure. That means for one week a month, she won't be able to do, make any decisions. Oh, man. <laughs> or she's going to be so boss at it. <laughs> No. Fucking get out of my face, bitch. Yes. <laughs> I made that decision ten seconds ago. I gave you an answer. Leave. <laughs> yeah. But absolutely. But in all honesty, if if a woman is a president, how is she going to handle diplomacy? She won't be able to get a, uh, along with all of the other world leaders. She'll say something stupid because she's on her period one day, and she obviously can't handle her train of thought. So we really just shouldn't have a female president. So Trump. So Trump. <laughs> Wait, he already does that. <laughs> Except he made friends with the two people that are the worst. Yes, the I'm actual sorry. worst. Making friends with dictators is not a win. <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah. You're actual friends with dictators. <laughs> like, horrible people. The worst of humanity. Yeah. The actual oppressors of humanity. That's not a win on any playbook. But, but like, it is for them. <laughs> That's true. It, no, it is for the dictators. It's a win for them. Yes. Because they get it. A little wedge into our country. Anyway, I'm, I, I have a whole thing we don't need to discuss. We don't. It's, <laughs> it's a thing. We're not a political podcast, guys. It's our subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, that's it. All right. It well, sucks. Life sucks. Yeah. So how's Denmark? <laughs> We just need we need a solid listening in Denmark. <laughs> we just need to get a private jet and everyone that we love can be on the jet with us and we can just fly away. We still have five six, five or six more years before we can do that. That's fine. I'll start saving up now. Okay. Oh, speaking of saving up, would you guys like to hear an interesting fact about GoFundMe? No. Yes. Please. Yes. Okay. So I found out because this is just who I am as a person um, that GoFundMe is a more conservative based company. They do not allow you to raise money for an abortion. Um, And they take 8%. of what the total amount that you raise plus 30 cents off every single donation. So if you ask for seven thousand dollars, you're really only gonna get to see like five thousand of it. Yeah. Which is isn't that insane? Yeah. I did know I did know about the keeping eight percent. But they are but they are a more conservative based company. Um, I don't know and I cannot guarantee that they are Trump supporters or funding the campaign for twenty twenty. Um, but I do know that they are um, in the past, they are more conservative-based. Well, is there a not a more conservative-based website? Yes, and I cannot remember what it is. <laughs> Good work. I'm glad we're kind of trying. <laughs> but I will. I will do that research, and I will um, cool, let you know I think next time we record. I think that within the next couple of weeks that we post episodes, we're going to try to... 
each get our own fundraising website or just one together. Yeah. Um, so we can start raising for our top surgeries, mm-hmm. which will be awesome. Yes, hopefully very soon. Yeah. There's also a place, I don't know if you know this or anyone in the DFW area who listens to us that is in need of this information, but there is a trans-specific plastic surgery place in Plano. Yes. And they offer loans up to 35000 And they, I mean, obviously you'd have to qualify. Right. Um, but they do gender confirmation surgeries and they do... Um, like feminizing and masculinization, that word was hard to say, um, facial reconstruction, and they even do like body reconstruction surgeries. I was looking at the pictures the other day, and I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. So they take out like the like the hip curve that female-born people have. Yes. Generally. Um, so they kind of just like, like, they make it like that V shape that men like natural born men have not natural born but you know what i mean that cis men generally have right um and then they also put in the curve on trans women and make them like like nikita dragon style yeah it's pretty legit that's Mm -hmm. really cool and they do um like for trans men a lot they'll they'll do like the jaw sharpening look Like the chiseled jaw look. Right. And things like that. The American Institute for Plastic Surgery? Is that uh, what you're talking about? I feel like yes. But they're but the one of the doctors I believe is trans and they have like a whole trans inclusivity crew and all that. So it's pretty cool. We've been talking about that place for so long, it's just the place in Plano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the only place in DFW area who is like super trans inclusive not to say that other cosmetic surgery places wouldn't be but this place specifically does gender confirmation surgery right it'd be the most ideal place to go right. yes for for us with Raphael and Harris the doctors Raphael is the guy you've talked about before, yes which I'm guessing mm-hmm. is the trans guy I don't know well I at know one point when that. I looked it up there was a trans doctor there so I don't know but I don't know who it was Anyway, think that, yeah, he is. that information out there is out there. Yeah. Yes. For whoever needs it. Because I've actually met a lot of people who did not know that information. Okay. But, yeah. We know someone who traveled from like the Midwest, like Florida, to get theirs done. So, I mean, even if you're not in the area and you're interested in a service like what you just described, you can look it up. And I also know Colorado is just like full of places like that too well i know garamoni is is known for his top surgery and his uh generating assignment surgeries and so a lot of people do like to fly to florida to go see all right i probably won't but because like can you imagine being on the plane ride back after having top surgery well my thing is is can you imagine saving up an extra two thousand dollars on top of your top surgery right (laughs) that's just the plane that's without the hotel and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Ice cream for when you're feeling bad and you just <laughs> yes. want ice cream. I need a $1,000 set aside solely for ice cream. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. 
you'll be in Florida, most likely a lot of Latino places. So, paletas de hielo. Oh, yes. <laughs> His face. <laughs> anyway. I'm hungry, guys. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> um, yeah, what's our topic this week? Intersex. What is that? It actually, it also goes into the whole sexual education thing. Yeah, it which totally does. Bring it up. Um, intersex is when people have... I feel like we've talked about this on, on air before. Yeah. Um, but they have different genitalia. Like, sometimes they'll have um, a penis and a vagina. And then they won't have, like, a prostate or a uterus. They'll just have, like, the outer... Right. External genitalia. Or they'll have internal and then it doesn't match up with the external. Or, you know, like there are different... Right. It's just a mix-up of the chromosomes, correct? So you could have three X's or two X's and a Y or just a Y. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's something that doesn't, I think, get a lot of light shed on it. When, (laughs) yeah, Um, but they are definitely part of our community and should be recognized. Um, They get a lot of hate, I think, and I do. And it's not like they chose this. Well, and something that I think is really frustrating is that when kids like that are born, it is like the worst news in the world. I know. And so parents, they're like, "Oh, you need to get this fixed," and so parents just go along with it and now uh, people who are discovering that they were born intersex but had surgery when they were babies are like you can't do that right that wasn't my choice right they're considering it mutilation and it kind of is like it is, absolutely. If, if if that baby is perfectly healthy they're just not what you think is quote normal like why the fuck you changing it right to make it more normal. Yeah. Which inevitably makes that person less normal in right. the long run. Because, like, what if once they hit puberty, they release certain secondary sex characteristics? How the fuck confused will they be yep. now that you fucked up with their body? Like, and especially with our, with our public school system explaining how a woman's body only... Um, does these certain things yeah versus... and a man's body does this and then if they're going through something that does a little bit of both or neither or you know whatever um then that's how frustrating well and how traumatic be. yeah because you were so sensitive at that age right and you just feel like an absolute outcast and just horrible yeah. no i just i'm parents like educate yourselves educate yourselves so you're gonna have kids Please, because you, first of all, love your kids unconditionally, and second of all, realize that it's not the end of the world. Yeah. If a kid is born with hearing difficulties, vision difficulties, special needs, intersex, like, just because it's not like you doesn't mean it's wrong. That is one of the last things I said to my mom. It's 2019, guys. Get with a fucking program. Yes. Absolutely. But, yeah. It's just frustrating. And it goes along with the um, the sexual education because if there is... If you come across someone who has both or 
um, you know, whatever, that, like, can you imagine how horrified they would be to even be intimate with anyone? Because Absolutely. Could you imagine trying to date? Yeah. No. And then trying to decide if you're going to disclose that information on the first date or right. or when is the right time to disclose that information? Do you tell them, like, right before you start having sex? Like, hey, by the way, like... Right. And it it's just, just shouldn't it's, happen. It's, yeah. it's very frustrating to see the lack of just general knowledge. Yeah. And, and how people see intersex people as just like absolute freaks yeah when they're not like not even at all the case um well what i would love is to have somebody who was born intersex on one day just to talk about it the problem with that is is i out of all the queers in my life i don't know anybody who is openly intersex yeah i don't because they're seen as such outcasts yeah that they don't disclose that information to anyone and whether or, they know it themselves right or their bodies were mutilated when they were kids and they don't want to talk about feel it. like they have to identify with however they were assigned right at that time do you guys know if there are any laws in place as far as like um surgeries for babies born intersex? I do know that there are people advocating for um, laws against surgeries as babies. I don't know if the laws have passed, but I do know that there, there are people who are fighting diligently to make it where you can't give those surgeries to babies. Unless it's like a life or death situation. Right. Obviously. Well, like, it's one thing if their lungs were, like, if they were born with their lungs outside their body. Please, fix that. You're right. But if they are perfectly healthy, but they just don't have what you think is the correct genitalia, don't, like, why? Yeah. Why I the fuck? Agree. And, and and the biggest thing is, like, you made a really good point, is, like, you don't know how they're going to develop when they get older. Because there's not really, a, there's not even a way to be able to tell which hormone they're going to produce when they hit puberty. Right. Well, Or and, if they're going to, or whatever. Like, those, there's so many questionable, un, there's so many unknowns going into the future for that child that, like, you just, to make that decision for them is just fucked up. Well, and really, I think it's the most messed up is that you're just feeding this gender stereotype. Sure. And, and like Akatali said, like, you don't know how they're going to identify right. when they get older. Like, but that's why the case for trying, most kids. But, like, why are you trying to put a baby that was just born into a fucking box? Right. Like, let them grow up to be however they're going to be. And, like, like why are you trying to, to make it to where they, they're nice and, and pretty and gender stereotyped for you? Like, surely you would want more for your kid than that. So, uh, Box did a, um, web series, it's on Netflix, about intersex, and in Germany, they were trying to move forward with, um, making these surgeries illegal as babies, Mm -hmm. because they had a lot of cases where, um, they thought the baby was female, was born with male genitalia, and so the parents went ahead and did the surgery, Baby grows up, and then 
because like I feel male mm -hmm. and I had the genitalia to begin with dude yeah and now you fucked me over because you got rid of it right and I could have been like if I was just percent like cut my hair and just did chest surgery I would have already had the dick like it would have right. been fine yeah and the parents were like we had no idea they told us like you needed this Crazy. See, that's another thing is that the healthcare behind this is astronomically like just wrong. Yes. Like the, the healthcare providers who go through with these things and they, they don't even know, like a lot of them aren't even educated on intersex people no. to begin with. They're just like, oh, we need to get rid of this extra appendage or we need to configure one or you know whatever like well i mean they wouldn't configure one as a baby but they would but they would do something and it's just the, the amount of ignorance behind it in the healthcare field is yeah. just mind-blowing to me yeah it is but if you know of anybody or if you yourself are intersex and would like to answer a few questions for us that'd be great yeah for sure we check our DMs regularly. Yeah. I mean, do you have any yikes moments for this? Oh, yeah. Last three days? Yes, I do. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be good. So, um, I don't know if you guys actually know this, but Damien and Zali and I met on Facebook. Yes. Um, we met through uh, the Nancy podcast, The Gaggle of Gays, and then from there it just dwindled down into like more sub- gaggles yes um if you don't know what a gaggle is it's just a, like a group a gaggle is technically what geese are called a gaggle of geese yes yeah I believe. when they're when they're together um but apparently so, it also is pertainable to gays gaggle yes. of gays gaggle of gays so yeah um <laughs> so we met through sub gaggles upon sub gaggles of gays and I have joined several of those groups on Facebook solely because that's the only thing I use Facebook for now. Yeah. Um, and there was this guy who just moved in the area and he's looking for friends. And because no one talks in our group, I sent him a private message and was like, hey, um, we're always looking to add queers to our clan. Uh, let's be friends. And he got really excited and then we talked and he's got a kid and I've got a kid and it was really cool and I was like oh my gosh this is gonna be awesome oh no and then um he was he asked basically like why I was part of the group or whatever and if I was partnered and all that stuff and I said no I'm trans so I'm part of the I'm part of the community because I'm trans and then he <laughs> proceeded to ask me if I have a pussy uh which I don't oh. even like I don't even like that word and um, then offered to have sex with me and let his husband watch. <laughs> and, uh, and then without me even responding to any of that, he sent me pictures of him sucking his husband's dick and then his dick um, and then his ass. And so like just the whole, like I've seen this man completely <laughs> naked in all the forms that it can be in. Um, and we met 30 minutes prior and not even met. It was just like a, Hey, 
Let's have dinner. Okay, so first of all, if you find out that someone is trans, if they had have chosen to disclose that information to you, please, for the love of God, do not ask what their genitalia is. And it's so inappropriate. Don't offer to have sex with them because of said genitalia. It's just, it's so inappropriate. It's... It was it was. And so my response at first was like, Oh my god, I was not expecting that. Like I just was reaching out to be friends with you, like this is inappropriate and then he was like, Oh sorry Um and then I kinda joked and was like, At least take me to dinner first, jeez and <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Offered but, it was like a, but it was like it was a joke and did he know it was a joke the, yes okay yes. and at that point i was like all right like i'm already done talking to this guy anyway it doesn't matter what i say um because you've already like crossed you've already leaped over the line like it just didn't even exist and it was just <laughs> it was out his dick and put it over the line <laughs> yes 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 in my face <laughs> on facebook mess like i'm, I'm at work and I open my messaging app, and there's just like a dick there, and I was like, ah! <laughs> because it's not that I don't, it's not that I mind them. It's just that I would like to know beforehand if I'm gonna get to see it one or not. Um, and so I mind them. Please don't send me dick pics, <laughs> announced or unannounced. <laughs> So it was just, it was a lot to unpack. And I legit was like, I don't even know how this escalated so quickly. What, what, it went I... from like us talking about when we'd be free for dinner to straight up like dick in mouth. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand how people can feel like that's okay. It's, it's not like, and that's what I was going to say. What in their right mind possesses them to say, you know what this person wants right now? This person wants to see my penis. Right. <laughs> like I wasn't hitting him up for like a threesome. Yeah. Which is, was also offered to me, by the way. He offered to let his husband watch while the two of us had sex. I just. Or. Or if I wanted to and then felt more comfortable, I could invite Joey. So, um, why didn't you take him up on that one? <laughs> as long as Joey's there, it's fine. Like, yeah, sounds great. Is Good. this made more Good. or less like awkward by the fact that you have mutual friendships? Oh, that was the other thing about this guy. So I did some research on him because I look up everyone that I meet. So I go on his Facebook and he's friends with three people that I knew in Tulsa. Oh, fun. And I was like, abort, abort, abort. <laughs> you can't say abort. People get offended. But I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> this whole situation. That's a lot. <laughs> this happened last night. <laughs> <laughs> One of the girls, like, saw, like, I had my phone open, and I was actively, like, ah, like, freaking out, and she came up and just so happened to look at my phone at the time, and I, and like... so, not only did one person get an unsolicited dick pic, but two people... Yes. and then she was like, this is why you don't look at other people's phones, and she, like, 
ran around a circle in the kitchen because she could not like she was just like well, I don't know what to do I can't see it and then um, the other girl was like they look like a nice couple <laughs> oh I'm so sorry I'm so so sorry I love your co-workers <laughs> that's awesome they were so supportive of me and I was just like I'm sorry that you had to see that that's very unfortunate. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm the one in charge here, and I'm the one who just <laughs> opened my phone up to Dick being on the on the camera. So that's in your defense, great. unsolicited. Yes, unsolicited. I did not ask, nor would have asked <laughs> in that moment. There yes. was no consent. None. I got poked in the eye by a picture on my phone. It was it was a lot. It was so much to unpack, and the whole time I was just like. What do I say? What do you say in this situation? This like, happens so often. How when do I, you respond to a dick pic? In all honesty, I straight up told him I was like, I was not expecting that. That was inappropriate. Like I was just asking to be your friend, and he was like, Oh, sorry, and then sent me like the emoji with like the straight mouth. And I'm like, he was not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that emoji meant, yeah, I'm sorry that you didn't appreciate my penis right. but I'm not sorry that I presented you with like, my penis like he didn't even ask what my sexual orientation was he just assumed that I wanted his dick in my mouth and I'm like what if I wasn't attracted to men at all I mean I barely am as it is but like I don't know what was the like initial like post just like I'm like new in town looking for friends yes what? No. Like, if you do that, it's just, like, when you put out a message like that, anyone who answers to you just automatically assumes you just want to make some friends to, like, grab a right. drink with. Absolutely. You, like, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool to have, like, a gay couple in our little clan. That'd yeah. be awesome. No. no. Are we not good enough of a gay couple for you? Okay, but Brandon. you guys are different. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you I know what I mean. Should be like, that a compliment? You, or <laughs> like, this would have been cool. I don't know. Whatever. It's not. It's over with now. You're, you're, it's you're, done. I'm just giving you harder. Um, I'm never making friends again. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs them, honestly? At this point. That That's a lot. I'm really sorry that a dick poked you in the eye. Thank you. <laughs> I hope your eye recovers. <laughs> it will not ever unsee that. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, I don't... Nothing has really happened since three days ago. That's good. Sorry. I'm so glad. <laughs> sorry I don't have a yikes moment in return. That was enough for <laughs> everyone. <laughs> now, so I feel like, now I feel like I got the unsolicited dick pic just because we've spent so much time talking about it. Yeah, so then I told Janessa about it and her response this morning after she got my message was, so did so did you have a threesome with him? <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my God. No. <laughs> no, I did not. Hold on. Why would she even think that you would? <laughs> well, the, the thing was, I just got an unsolicited dick pic from a guy. Who wants a threesome? Who offered a threesome with him and his husband. And then she responded with, what the fuck? And then I didn't text her back. So then this morning she was like, so are you alive? Did you <laughs> did you die on your adventure? Like, I'm like That's what awesome. made you think that I would have said yes to that situation to begin with? Oh, 
It's just so much. To, it's it's so much a lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah. But here we are. We have fully unpacked. Have we? I wish I could pack it back in. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of packing, I have started packing again. Why? Because I wanted to give it a second try to see, like... Oh, we're we're both in the process of actually unpacking our houses. Like boxes, but I thought, I thought you yeah. meant. I understand now. No, I meant like putting no. a packer into my. You meant that pants. you have a penis now that yes. you can send unsolicited dick pics with. Yes, which I would not. Yes, I I I forewarn them. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna show you my strap on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check out my penis. Yeah. I, I want you to give it a name and just be like. I'm going to send you a name. I'm going to send you a picture of Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has to be Ricardo. <laughs> Ricardo, your little buddy. <laughs> oh, because then his nickname no. would be Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Hold on. Serious question. Why does she even need us? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right. Very true. <laughs> All right. Well, now put away your penises. We're done, <laughs> guys. For the love of God, whether you have a penis attached to your body or one that you attach to your body, please don't send that shit out unsolicited. If you don't know what unsolicited means, you shouldn't be taking pictures anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No one asks for that. And if they do, they will let you know. Yeah, absolutely. Beforehand. And let them let you know beforehand, please. Please don't. Sound it out. Google the word. Yes. <laughs> You're basically raping people with pictures. I like, don't know stop. if I've mentioned this, but in Texas, they are trying to pass laws. I don't know if they're passed or not yet. I need to follow up on that. But they're trying to pass laws that make it illegal to send unsolicited nudes to people and you can get you can actually get um a felony for it and be registered as a sex offender okay so for once props to texas good on you yeah if only you could catch up with the rest of the shit but good on you yeah that was a sidebar sorry i just felt like that was important it passed. okay there we have it it is now illegal friday oh wow yeah, I knew it was soon. Yes. Or recent. I didn't know how recent. Cool. All right. So don't send your dick pics. Or you can become a registered sex offender. And maybe should. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so so stop it. Don't be a sex offender. <clears throat> anyway, I think that's it from us today. Yeah. Please check us out on Snapchat, uh, Twitter. Not Facebook. Not Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Uh, Andrew dick pics. <laughs> and friend requests, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. <laughs>